to Near Death Dolls. I'm Paige. And I'm Lisa. And we are your hosties with the mosties. Wow, talking about ghosties. And other loony shit. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. This is an Urban Legends episode. Paige and I have each picked some local lore from a different state that we'll be covering today. So, Lisa, what's your state and what you drinking? I picked... Mississippi as my state, and tonight I am drinking the Corpse Reviver Number One. Holy moly, I like that name. Right? It is two parts cognac, one part apple brandy, and one part sweet vermouth in a chilled glass. Uh, You put ice in a cup with all the alcohol, you give it a stir, do not shake it, and then strain it into a, a little martini glass. Whoa, did Kyle make that? You know he did. That is really nice. (laughs) It sounds fancy. It is fancy schmancy, and we got wasted on Monday night. <laughs> Badly. Drinking this drink? Well, he made a whole bunch of different drinks, and that's oh. probably where we went wrong. Schwasted time. <laughs> yes, we had a very lovely schwasted evening, and yeah, it, it was fun. Tell me the name of this drink again, please. The Corpse Reviver Number One. What's the Corpse Reviver Number Ten? <laughs> I think there's a one and a two. I'm not sure if there's anything Uh-oh. past the two. That's super cool. Does it have to do... Now, Don't you don't have to give away any actual spoilers for your story, but does Corpse Reviver have any tie-ins to your Mississippi urban legend? I really wish it did, Aww. but literally like 20 minutes before we were scheduled to record, I said, hey, I need a cocktail. Can you make me something? He said, sure. Yeah, no problem. Goes in. He's like, this is the Corpse Reviver. I'm like, I'll take it. That has yeah. nothing to do with my, my episode or my case, but um, that's okay. That's okay. It's still fun. That's fine. That's fine. Corpse Reviver kind of sounds like a near-death doll theme anyway, so I'm cool with it. You just gave me the most amazing idea. I am going to make a near-death dolls cocktail. I'm going to find it. It's going to be pink, and it's going to be delicious. I'm going to figure it out. Oh, my God. How did we not think about this before? That's a great idea. I don't know, but I'm going to figure out something really great. Give me a couple weeks, and okay. uh, and I'll have something for us. Yeah, you and Kyle brainstorm. Tell me the ingredients. We'll both have some. Love it. We'll do it. So, Paige. Yes. What state did you pick, and what are you drinking? I'm going to tell you right now. It is. Please do. Uh, the state I picked is Delaware. Mm-hmm. Never been there in my life. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the drink that I have, uh, it's not anywhere near as fancy or as fun as yours sounds. I just got a truly wild berry hard seltzer. Nice. Is that your favorite flavor of truly or just happen to be the one you have? Not necessarily. I like, um, isn't there a lemon one or is that White Claw? Um, there, there might be. I have had the lemonade ones. Lemonade. The lemonade trulies, and they're amazing. That's it. That's it. Lemonade. That one's my favorite. This one's good, too, though. I like the wild berry a lot. But um, what happened was I didn't have anything to drink, and luckily my friends slash roommates had a truly hanging around, and they're like, well, we don't really want it. So I was like, ho-ho! <laughs> Over here, please. Yes. Yes. They, they uh, came to my rescue. Those are some good friends. Yes, yes. Thank you, friends, for the truly wild berry so I can drink and podcast at the same time. (laughs) So, Paige, would you like to go first with Delaware? Yes, 
Delaware is ready for you guys. Bring it. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, Delaware. I was so excited to do Delaware because as I had learned from my previous boss who is from Delaware, he's a cool guy and he told me that Delaware was the first state of these United States that we live in. And I didn't know that. Did you know that? Was it the first state to be established as a state? Yes, it was the first state to be established. Okay, no, I did not know that. I didn't either. It's pretty cool. So I was like, that's awesome. It's the oldest state possible. It's got to have the most bomb-ass urban legends you could imagine. Unfortunately, that's not the case. I couldn't find shit, really. I mean, there's urban legends, and there's some really cool ones, but the ones, once you start to delve into them, they're really in like Pennsylvania and Maryland and uh-huh. like all the surrounding states. And I was like, what the fuck? I typed in Delaware urban legends. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't listen. They didn't listen. Google said, no, fuck you. You're getting Pennsylvania. <laughs> Damn it, Google. Do your job. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the other thing I realized about that is that Delaware is only... 2,489 miles long. Like, that's it. That's all they got. Mm -hmm. So I assume that's why the urban legends kind of take place just over the border. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I did find one that I I am not upset about. It sounds pretty cool. It's called the Cat Man. Ooh. Yeah. Like a scat cat? Bibbidi bop. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No. My cat is laying over here on the bed next to me, and she's looking at me like, you are so lame. Aw, little girl. <laughs> it's fine. She's she's a chonk. It's cool. A little chonk cat. Well, she's also probably looking at you going like, that's not what cats do. Skippity scat bat bat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I thought, too. I, I saw Catman, and I was like, ooh, a man that looks like a cat. That's exactly what I'm looking for. A furry. A furry. Well, yeah, that's true. I I don't mind that. That sounds cool. I'll wear a furry costume. (laughs) But Catman. Catman is a creature that haunts or uh, resides in. I don't know. It's a creature. It's not necessarily a ghost, but he lives in a cemetery. And the cemetery is called Long Cemetery. It's a very old cemetery that isn't currently taking new deceased residents. (laughs) (laughs) It's full up, I should say. It's a full up cemetery. (laughs) Please tell me they have a no vacancy sign. That would be hilarious. Oh my God. (laughs) I wish. But yeah, Catman lives at Long Cemetery. It's in Frankford, Delaware. And he's described as having pointed features, strange piercing eyes that glow in the dark, elongated fingers with sharp claws, as a cat man would. He's described as either being all black or all white. So hmm. it could be two different cat men living in this cemetery. I don't know. Could be like spy versus spy, but like cat versus cat. Yeah, cat man versus cat man in the long cemetery of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'd watch that any day of the week. <laughs> They, like, sabotage each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, in the cemetery. (laughs) They make a headstone fall on the other one's head. (laughs) But, yeah, so uh, I think that the difference of descriptions comes from people being drunk when they witness Catman because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why else go to a cemetery in the middle of the night unless you're planning on having a party, right? 
that's what people do at cemeteries. Yeah. So what uh, the other part of the story is that the reason Catman comes out is to chase people away from the cemetery who aren't supposed to be there. So he's like a security guard. Yes, exactly. He's like a security guard with long claws and freaky glowing eyes like a cat. That would keep me out of a cemetery. Right. I'm not going. But <laughs> I mean, I'm not partying in cemeteries anymore, but... <laughs> anymore? Oh. <laughs> never have, never have, probably Oh, you won't. haven't? I haven't no. partied. I haven't partied in a cemetery, but when I was 21, me and this guy that I was sort of dating did go to a cemetery in San Diego and make out. It was great. Um, a part of me is like, that sounds hot, and then a part of me is like... Uh, yeah, a little dramatic, but <laughs> cute, cute. It's a cute story. I don't know. We had fun, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get chased out by a cat man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Catman chases off anyone hanging in the cemetery after dark. If you go to Long Cemetery after dark and you want him to appear, you need to find the remnants of an old brick wall that used to surround the cemetery knock on the brick three times and either two things will happen either he'll show up in his catman glory and chase you away screeching the whole time like <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> my cat's really looking at me now like bitch shut up yeah yeah like you don't get to say that <laughs> <laughs> those are our words those are our words you don't get to say that <laughs> Yeah, so Catman gets you, though. He's half man, half cat. He gets best of both worlds. <laughs> but yeah, he apparently he'll screech and chase you out. And he's, this, he's, he's the size of a man with, I guess, fur all over his body. I don't know. They, there's not very good descriptions of him. But otherwise, if you don't see him chasing you out, supposedly what happens is he will electronically mess with your car so that it doesn't start and you can't leave the cemetery all night. Oh, I don't like that. I don't want to stay in a cemetery either, even if Catman isn't real or not. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty spooky, right? And there is another part of the urban legend. Uh, Supposedly, there used to be a mausoleum in this cemetery. And people who have been inside of it say that at night that you can sneak in, apparently, and you can see scratch marks, like big claw marks in the wall as if Catman was inside trying to get out. And there's these giant hairballs something has coughed up. Yeah, and half-eaten mice and things. All the, all the things you'd expect from a cat. And a man. And a man. <laughs> Underwear lying around. There's like balled up socks everywhere. With holes in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his toys, too. He can bat them around. You know, it's cute. It would be pretty cute to see a, a cat man batting around a little ball of yarn or a sock or something. But <laughs> until he screeches at you and chases you away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the the cemetery that he haunts, here's a little... That, that was the urban legend part. This is a little of the history. Long Cemetery is located in Frankfurt, Delaware, like I said before. And it dates back to the early 1800s. So it's an old one. Okay, so it has some older residents. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the dead residents are older. And uh, like I said, it's full up. You You can't be buried there anymore. But it's named after the person who was buried there first. And his name was Colonel Armwell Long. Not Long Duck Dong. Not Long Duck Dong. <laughs> okay, my bad. 
what was that was that uh 16 candles i think so yeah oh my god i love that movie it's so funny and weird <laughs> it is so weird and it is funny weird. especially long duck dong <laughs> Oh, anyways, yes, this colonel was not Long Duck Dong. I don't think he was that funny, but he served in the Battle of 1812. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't the Revolutionary War, but um, it happened against the British as well. Yes. And uh, this is the funny part. I thought it was always called the Battle of 1812 because of the, there's a famous classical music piece. 1812 Overture. 1812 Overture, exactly. And the war, in America, it's called the War of 1812. But in Europe, it's Mm -hmm. called the Battle of 1812 because they didn't take it that seriously. But America was like, no, it was a fucking war. It was a war and we won. (laughs) (laughs) We had to say we won. Exactly. That's why it's a war. (laughs) But in in Europe, they're like, oh, you mean that skirmish? How dare you call it a skirmish? That was a full on war. Potato, potato. Right. It's a good, uh, the overture is good anyway. <laughs> I do like the overture. Me too. As a it's former exciting. band geek, I enjoyed it. Oh, the band geek inside of you. I know, I know the, the, oh, the 1812 overture because uh, you might have even been there too. The amphitheater in Houston, there's like an outdoor amphitheater downtown by the museums and stuff Mm -hmm. um if you go there i think on the fourth of july they sometimes have uh the 1812 overture playing and they have actual cannons and stuff like that and fireworks and stuff it was really cool i've done that a couple times nice yeah yeah houston you know good times but (laughs) good times no one's going anywhere right now though (laughs) no one's going anywhere yeah depending on what's going on this year they might not have anything on uh july 4th but we'll see um <laughs> look shit better be right by july 4th if God, not i'm gonna be pissed i know i don't know what what will happen we'll see uh but the the colonel colonel long uh he was revered as a local war hero because he protected delaware during the battle he helped protect delaware during the war of 1812 and mm-hmm. he died much later in 1834 and was buried <laughs> in his which his wife and his son was were later buried in. And because he was a local war hero, they turned that area into a cemetery and named it after him. Well, that's very nice. Yeah, that is nice. It is nice. It's So that's why it's called Long Cemetery. It's not particularly long. It's actually a very small cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> but then in the 1900s, A caretaker comes along named Leroy Hudson. Leroy Hudson. Yeah, Leroy Hudson. And he was apparently nicknamed Catman in his lifetime while he was alive. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why, because it said they named him Catman because he had cat-like features. And I can't, for the life of me, ever say that I've looked at somebody and said they have cat-like features. I don't know. I don't think I could say that either unless they had, like... I don't whiskers. know, like yellowy eyes or something, or <laughs> maybe whiskers, yeah. whiskers, pointy yeah. ears, pointy ears, like elongated face, maybe like elfish looking. I don't know, but it didn't explain further than that. All it said was his cat-like features. Oh, okay, sure. whatever the fuck that means. But he had an affinity for string being dangled <laughs> in his face. He's like, hey, 
bat, bat, bat. But um, I did find some websites where people were talking about how they had actually met Leroy before he died. And they said, this is one quote I found describing Leroy. And it said, quote, he had <clears throat> limitations and unique eyes. Huh? I, I don't get it either. Uh, was she just trying to be polite and say that he looked weird? I don't know. Yeah, limitations. Maybe he had some slight disabilities. I don't know. Maybe he liked to poop in a box full of sand. I don't yeah. know. Maybe cover up his poop. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Unique eyes. Does he have slits for pupils like a cat? I don't understand. But that's the comment of someone who had seen him in his lifetime. Gotcha. He was a loner. He never married. He lived to be the caretaker for Long Cemetery. Was he a crazy cat guy? Like a crazy cat lady, but a dude? Like just a bunch of cats? No, I, as far as I can tell, he didn't own any cats. And he spent all of his time making sure that teenagers weren't partying in the cemetery. He would just chase them out. Okay, so that that makes sense. I can see how this urban legend probably started. This guy right. with a, you know, somehow looks like a cat. Chase you out, yeah, chasing you out of a cemetery. That yeah. makes sense. And then it evolved and they're like, the cat man, he'll get you with his long claws. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, he never stopped chasing people out of the cemetery, I think, was the idea. Because after he died, he died. He was born 1896, died 1964. And mm -hmm. after his death, they didn't bury him in Long Cemetery because, like I said, it was uh, closed for new residents. And mm -hmm. he got buried a four-minute drive away in a different cemetery. But after death, people saw a cat, a, a man that looks like a cat. Like half cat, half man chasing people out. So like you said, it evolved. Catman is back to life as a as a true cat person beast. And he's he's here to make sure you don't disrespect his cemetery. Because if you did, that would be catastrophic. <laughs> Sorry, that was lame. That was so lame. I deserve to have my that is not ass lame. clawed up by that is cat not man. Lame. I was I was like, where is she going with this? I'm ready for this joke. And it worked. <laughs> You're the only one who would appreciate a dad joke from me. <laughs> That's why we're doing this podcast, because we like each other. <laughs> that is true. We've got similar senses of humor. <laughs> <laughs> we do. But yeah, in this, so remember I mentioned a mausoleum that's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. The mausoleum was torn down in 1994 at request of the family who owned it, because all the people who had been going to Long Cemetery looking for Catman had left their mark behind on this stupid mausoleum thinking like, oh, I'm here, I'm partying, I'm a teenager looking for Catman, I'm going to put some graffiti on here, I'm going to leave my empty mm -hmm. beer bottles inside. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. family hated it. So they finally got the mausoleum torn down and the four bodies that had been inside just got buried like normal in the cemetery that's terrible if I know. you're a, a, a teenager don't be disrespecting the dead right exactly even if you think you're gonna see this cat man you're probably not first of all you're not gonna see anything you might see a big raccoon and if you're drunk enough it might look like a cat man but second of all these are the i guess there's still some people who have family members in this cemetery so you shouldn't be disrespecting it and like sitting on their graves or anything i don't know or making out. Or making out, page. getting drunk. To, oh, oh, you mean me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> well, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> it's okay. It's in the past. 
it's in the past and I would never do it again because in the middle of the night, the last thing I want to do is put on pants and go outside. <laughs> exactly. You make such a good point. Last thing I want to do at night is put on pants. Hell no. I'm comfy at that point. <laughs> I do already have my pajamas on. Yeah. I mean, if I could go out in my pajamas, maybe, but I, it's, it's too much work. Me and my boyfriend live together. We don't need to find excuses to go make out somewhere. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's that I did. Like you said, I had a little warning for people of don't please don't go to the long cemetery looking for Catman. There's a lot of people who said they went there and didn't see a fucking thing and their car didn't have any trouble. It's just a fun story to think about. All you have to do is look up some pictures of the cemetery and imagine you're there. Don't go there and disrespect the cemetery. That's it. That's all I got for you. All right. So long cemetery and Catman. Catman in your face. I feel like I feel like I'm saying Batman, but Catman. I know that's another funny part of it. It's like I swear there's been some cartoons or TV shows or something that was making fun of Batman and just called him Catman. I can't remember what it was. It was like a SpongeBob or something. I'm pretty sure like the Joker is like poked at Batman, but like, hey, Catman, <laughs> little pussy cat. I hope he has. If he hasn't, there's an idea for the next movie. <laughs> there you go. What about you? What's in Mississippi? I'm excited. Oh, girl. I got a very interesting urban legend from Mississippi, and there was all kinds of ghost stories, and that's fun, but this one um, I picked because, number one, I'd never heard of it, and it sounded very bizarre, and uh, this is the urban legend of Mercritus. What? (laughs) So... In the late 1950s, a strange outbreak of a condition called mercritis occurred in a small town in Mississippi. It caused women to be enraged and attack a specific man. Now, how does this happen, you ask? Yes, I do ask. (laughs) So it's believed that a man consumed some amount of lead, probably through eating lead-based paint. You know how kids eat glue? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm assuming maybe something like that. I mean, I never did. Did you? I Eat paste? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. Or paint. (laughs) Paint or paste. So uh, eating lead-based paint. Um, Or perhaps somehow lead-based paint, like on a surface, came in contact with someone's food and they ate like the paint chips or I don't know I might be reaching here without knowing it maybe they got some paint chips in their food yeah right but number one people would succumb to lead poisoning way quicker than this but um however but if it happened that you consumed or a man consumed a certain amount of lead into his body sure here's what happened it's believed that the ingestion of the lead caused some men to emit a pheromone that triggered any women nearby to literally want to tear him limb from limb. Oh, oh, a pheromone that makes them angry at him, not want to... Not sex him up. Ah, okay. So the urban legend goes like this. A man who was emitting this pheromone was chased through a Mississippi town by a large group of women who I guess came close enough to smell him. Uh, He ran off into a lake or a river or some kind of body of water and he drowned and the weirder thing is that all these women chased him into the water and drowned as well trying to reach what? him to kill him 
Jeez, okay. They really wanted him dead. I mean, they really didn't have to try hard, but they, like, went to their own death trying to kill him just to, like, yeah. want to murder this guy. Oh so when no explanation or cure was found, the government stepped in and covered up the whole thing. And that's why you'll see no newspapers from that time covering Mercritus. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, exactly. Yeah, okay. Don't don't eat lead <laughs> like, paint, I guess. <laughs> it's like the government even made sure the name of the town was lost from records, too. Oh. Now, I picked Mississippi because I have a lot of family there. Mm-hmm. Um, I messaged my aunt, who still lives there, and asked her if she had ever heard of this, and she said no. Uh, she messaged me later saying she looked into it, and it sounds like the man just got on the women's nerves, and I agree with her. <laughs> And here's the funny thing. This is total bull honky. There's no truth to this at all. Oh, come on. Maybe a little. <laughs> Maybe there's... There, it very well could have been where a man pissed off a big group of women and they probably chased him into some water or something. I'd believe that. He probably yeah. said something stupid, which... I mean, if we all chased a man for every time we said something stupid, we'd be like runners. We'd be running all day. <laughs> We would look amazing. We would have great looks. Tight, firm butt. <laughs> nice, firm butt. Anyways, but when I was thinking about this, um, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this. I feel like maybe we've mentioned it, but I do believe in the power of your senses and pheromones. And I was thinking about it because I am a very smell-based person. I have like the nose of a bloodhound. I can smell oh. anything from anywhere. Dang. And I know... I know, I know my husband won't like me admitting this, but whenever he gets just a little bit sweaty, like the smell of him is like intoxicating. Oh, I've heard that that's a thing. Like fucking pheromones. Yeah. No, it's just, I mean, he could be like outside working and come in sweaty. And if I can smell him, I'm like, Oh, ho, dear readers, look away. This is intimate times. <laughs> Avert your ears. Avert your ears, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, like, smells, like, to me, mean a, I mean, um, I know my husband, he's a, a touch-based person, and, and the way I mean this is, like, he, like, if I, like, stroke his hair, like, that's just amazing. He likes the way that feels. It's his thing. That and I know sensation. how some people are with... It's a very good sensation for him. Like, some people, like, what is it, the AMSR? Am I saying that right? Like, noises. Some people really love those noises, and that's just another sense, and that gives them, I don't know, satisfaction or pleasure in a way. But Yeah, I've heard that, too. Yeah, ASMR. Yeah, I've seen that all over the place, and people love different types of sounds, and then there's the people that absolutely hate those sounds and get, like, physically ill listening to them. Like people eating or lip smacking or something like that. Yeah, I've heard about that. That's pretty pretty crazy. So you're smell based. Your husband mm-hmm. is touch based. Yes. Okay. What are you? Uh. <laughs> None. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and and you don't have to have something. I was just noticing. Like I just if I can like there's other smells I really enjoy. Like different yeah. perfumes can totally take me back to a memory or, Oh yeah. You know, things like that. That's true. I have that. I do have that. Like if I, if I mm-hmm. smell certain, like you said, perfume, like I like sandalwood a lot, things like that. Mm-hmm. If I smell it, I could, and it's, you know, the right time. I don't know. It just gets me and I'm like, Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about ASMR. No, I'm just kidding. 
Dang, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Like my smells. But no, I I understand what you mean. Some people are very sensory based. I also believe in pheromones and things like that. Because how else can you describe like going on dates with people and you go on one date with one guy and you're like, "Mm, no, but you can't really explain why. And then Mm -hmm. you go on a date with another guy and for some reason you're just completely attracted to them or, you know, people with different people. It doesn't have to be just gals and guys, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. So I think that pheromones definitely take a big part of our lives without us even realizing it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, that that's kind of how I thought it played into it was maybe, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it, but... (laughs) (laughs) maybe something happened where a guy just something triggered in his body and it gave women the wrong response like by a physiological response yeah i mean i'm sure that could happen uh it's also possible that he was sleeping with all of them and they found out and got pissed yes it's very likely that happened too (laughs) it was a small town (laughs) small town yeah yeah and maybe he's just kind of a uh a cad maybe and my kitty cat is over here meowing for me to let her out of the room. Hey, Aww. just deal with it. She got mad. She's like, psh, psh, cat man over here trying to take all the cat jobs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> little girl. Well, Paige, that was my urban legend. A little sh- little short, but uh, hopefully it was kind of something interesting. Very interesting. I want to look it up now. I couldn't find too much on it. So uh, otherwise I would have elaborated a little bit more, but there really wasn't much. But uh, still, I thought it was was pretty interesting. But what was there was good. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. All right. So that is our episode, guys. We appreciate you listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Near Death Dolls Podcast. You can tweet us on the Twitter at Near Death Dolls and send us a Gmail, a Gmailis, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at near death uh, near death dolls at gmail.com i like to call them jamelises <laughs> send us a gmail a jamal <laughs> a jamal a jamelis and if you like what you heard please rate and review us if you didn't well i mean you made it this far so you should probably just listen to the rest of the episodes we've got to make sure you have made an informed opinion so thanks bye everybody bye Special thanks to Sam Hears for our art and music. If you'd like to see more from him, check out the links in our show notes. 